He's got heart, he's got style He's got the words, make you wanna smile He's a one and only, Jolly Roger Blues Yeah, 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 all right! Ahoy there, me hotters, this be Captain Jolly Roger ready to set sail with you across those world wide waves in search of some of the best in blues music so hoist the anchor splice the main brace and prepare for voyage With me right now I have Steve Morrison, his partner Nadia and Trevor from the Bare Bones Boogie Band. As we join the conversation, the matter of music reviews is being discussed. The problem is with publications is that everybody, like you have to do now, has to be positive. Mm. So I read about a band playing somewhere you know, da, 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 and I think I'll go and see them. I'll go, you know, because what, what I need from a reviewer sometimes is to say they didn't have a good night. Or I've heard a lot of bands, they're quite ordinary. But no, nobody will dare say. Can you read between the lines? Here's Michael Burks. Two. When 
to kiss her? Do she act like you're trying to bite her? Three. She never seen please at nothing you're trying to do. Four. When you made love, she glad when you through. Five. So I keep calling and they keep hanging up. Six. She says she's going bowling and the girl can fix her. She come home with her clothes all out of place. What about eight? Always guilt. Behind a smiling face Sometimes it's hard to believe What your mind just wants to see Can you read the green lines? Do you know the gay woman sign? The, I mentioned the Blues on the Farm Chichi stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a review come out on that. Uh, well, yesterday yeah. Blues in Britain. Yeah. And it's done every, it's mentioned every artist. Yeah. And there is a lot of highs and lows, and yeah, they're great, they're not great. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, probably staggered isn't the right word for it, but it was nice to sort of see a cross section of balance. Comments. Yeah, yeah. We That's came out great. Good, good. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it was obviously very well balanced, wasn't it? Well, I guess you have to dig a little deeper to find the truth in that remark. Here's the Bare Bones Bridgie Band.
But it, but it is difficult, it's, isn't it's, it? It is difficult because... N- I have huge respect for people like that. Yeah. Putting an independent review in. Where do you draw the line? Yeah, yeah. It's a tricky you one, isn't it? Oh, they were great, they were great, they were great. They yeah. Well, to what degree of greatness? Yeah, it is, tr- it is very difficult, isn't it? Nobody, Nobody really wants anything. No, of course not. As you say, Trev, respect. That's what it all comes down to. Respect each other, respect yourself. Here's the John Lord Blues Project. Like you did away you 
Just one of those things. But it's interesting because the journalists that do become famous are the ones that are prepared to, yeah, you know, stick their neck out, stick their neck out, and maybe have an opinion. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, guys, you're right. Of course, what we really need are people who are prepared to stick their necks out and lay their life on the line, say what they really mean. Here's Julian Sass, Life on the Line.
also, can you tell me something about the other clubs around London and what the music scene is like now? And you were saying uh, some of the difficulties that you're beginning to encounter, I think possibly during part of the recession. I'm trying to put a positive spin on this, there's, there's, there's a few select good blues venues in London, one of which we're sitting in. All right. Around midnight. I mean, I, I think there should be more in London. I mean, so, you know, the capital of England and that, and it's, you go to other cities and there's a plethora of blues clubs and things to choose from. Mm, yeah, true now. But you could almost count the, the good ones in London on one hand. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And again, it's, it's I have huge respect for those people that book any of these venues. Yeah. I, I think you were, you were saying as well that, and perhaps this is partly due to the recession, the fact that clubs are less willing to, to come up with the ready, with the, with the money, uh, because they're just not seeing it over the bar, and so in turn they have to cut back on what they're paying the musicians. Mm. Is that a fair comment? Indeed it is. Here's B.B. King with Recession Blues. I mean, for, for myself, my work at the moment is to up my profile so people will come to, to come and see my live shows. The, the music industry has really changed in terms of, in terms of in the, the income that people could expect from music. For instance, to a degree, CDs are something that you give away on the hope that people will like it and come to see you at live shows. So, here's Steve Morrison with I Want You. He wants you to enjoy it, and I'm sure you will. Side. 
Imagine a generation who has access, almost free to a degree, to everything that's ever been recorded is just there. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll back you up on that. All the way back yeah. to all the way now, it's just sitting there for them. Yeah. Me, when I bought an album, I had to learn to like the tracks I didn't like because I just spent of course. a lot of money on that, that album and, 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 and you've listened to it many times, you grow, but now it's all available. Here's Eddie Newbine, available to you.
So to what degree CD sales? Well, we're, we're on, I don't know about yourself, but I mean, we, we're on the uh, digital side. Sure. You know, the Amazons, the yep, iTunes, yep. the Spotify's yep. and all that. So like, like you say, you know, it's all there if somebody wants to go and find it, and they can pick and choose. Sure. They don't have to buy the whole lot. Exactly, they can pick the tracks that they want. And I find as well, I mean, most of our CD sales has, has come from outside of the UK. We've, oh, actually, we've actually set up um, a special page for Japan, and we don't know why. All of a sudden, Japan's got very interesting. That's great. Oh, good luck. Yeah. And there was not one of your counterparts, Paul Styles. Oh, yes, I know. He said that a quarter of his listeners are now from Japan. Here's BB King with Japanese Boogie, recorded live in Tokyo.
Yes, I've got quite a few listeners in Japan myself. And yeah. he's try, he was asking me why, and I said, I don't really know. But I, I was astounded recently that I've now got listeners in 36 different countries, including such, I mean, Nepal. And, uh, Great. <laughs> Nepal, Japan, <laughs> China, um, Poland. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the way of the world, but with the internet and everything, it's so easy to get stuff out there. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's one of the positive aspects, really, of the of the, the climate that we live in. In that sense, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful resource, and to be able to reach <coughs> to reach that kind of width of, breadth of audience is really really wonderful. Excellent. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite easy to reach all parts of the world these days, and as I say. It is more than 50% of our sales, CD sales, are worldwide, rather than the UK. Yeah. Great. It's horrendous on the postage, but I mean... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but it's strange, you know, you always seem to have more kudos abroad. It sounds like it's, 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 it makes you international artist in a way. If you travel in Europe, whether it's Poland or Eastern mm. Europe or even France, if you're from the UK... But historically, I mean... Germans, the Japanese, they, they do love the music, don't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. German, and Europe in general, rather. I, I think say. so, yeah. They're, they're a bit they're, more passionate. Um, they're an active audience, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have to accept that the, the English language is, is really the, the language that the blues is sung in. So that's something that we have in common with the Americans. I mean, it's not Polish. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day, but not, 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 not yet. Yeah. So I guess, yes, so indeed, when it comes to the continent, I think British artists benefit in the same way as do US artists benefit when they come to, to Britain. But it has that extra authenticity. No, absolutely. I, I think, I, I, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not stuck with the same kind of prejudice where I think it's only the black boys with guitars that come from Cottonfield that can play them. And, and, and interpret blues, blues well because I know for a fact that it's not true you know I, I happen to be one of those people that believe that blues should you know it does come from hardship and and resentment and frustration and pain and, and all those things but it's not necessarily geographically placed it doesn't matter where you experience all of that or how you, you how you write and how heartfelt your songs are uh, and but you know to a degree I, I agree it's very difficult to find somebody irrespective of their skin color or, or, or where they're from that that has that honesty and, and and that kind of authenticity when delivering blues nowadays because what, 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 what a lot of people misinterpret is this kind of uh, gypsy woman told my mother like Steve always says you know you, you, your mother probably has never met a gypsy woman in her life Nadia was talking about the the connection between the cotton fields and the blues. Let's listen to Steve Morrison and Alan Glenn pick a bale of cotton.
Sadly, we've now reached the end of the show, so I'd like to thank you, Steve, Trev, and Nadia, for this time that you've spent with us. And I'd like to thank you, as well, our listeners, because it's you that make it all worthwhile. And now, please, Trev, if you and the Bebones Boogie Band will play us out with Meet Me in the Morning. Oh!